0: Check out We Are Cavin Football Podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Supervalue Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range. In store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Supervalue Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Cavan podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show we're going to be concentrating on ladies football and hurling as Cavan hurlers get their Division 3B Alliance League campaign underway tomorrow in Lennon Brothers' Pierce Park, that's Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. We'll hear from the Cavan manager a little bit later on, Ollie Bellew. But before we get on to the hurling, we're going to turn our attention to the Cavan ladies uh, football scene as another success has been recorded by Loretto College in Cavan. Um, they've won on Tuesday gone by the Division 1 or the under-16 A grade final where they convincingly beat our ladies Castle Blaney on a scoreline of 6 goals and 11 points to Castle Blaney's 6 points um, to win yet another Division 1 or A grade title at under 16 level. Um, the college in Cavan Town continuing to dominate Ulster uh, School's ladies football. Captain of the side was the goalkeeper Orla McCabe, uh, joint captain, I should say, with Sarah Clark, who lined out at centre half forward, the Cavan Gales. Um, club player, of course, starting to turn a lot of heads, Sarah Clark. But the player of the match was picked up by Katie O'Mara, who lined out at wing half forward for Loretto College. So congratulations to all involved. It's a huge success. And it comes on the back of another Ulster Senior A title, which happened on the 25th of January, just over a week ago, um, where the girls from Loretto College again in Cavan beat our ladies, uh in Castle Blaney. This one was a little bit closer in just the final, Cavanaugh retaining, I think now I'm right and say it's the fourth in a row um, Senior A titles in Ulster Schools Ladies Football, but it was one goal and eight to Loretto College and eight points to Castle Blaney. Um, the player of the match on that occasion was Ava Kennedy. The captains for the senior side, Ella Brady and Avine Morrison. So congratulations to all involved on that. Another wonderful success for the um, Loretto College girls team where they're now progressing on into the All-Ireland series where they'll no doubt give a good account of themselves and hopefully be able to push on for that All-Ireland success um, which is now due considering the strength that they've, they've built up over the last few years. So well done to all involved there and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Turning our attention now to the ladies football scene. And of course the Cavan ladies senior footballers were beating... Beaten last weekend down in Tipperary as they made the long journey down and lost out on a scoreline of three goals and 13 points to nine points. The side captained by NASA board were doing quite well in the first half. They were only trailing by four points at half time, five points to nine. But those three goals in the second half put a real gloss on the Tipperary attack and a real gloss on the victory. As Calvin, quite very much in transition. Um, a lot of younger players coming in and, and maybe a lot of experience stepping away. And the girls are finding it a little bit difficult at the moment to just uh, find their feet. But you know, that if they keep working hard, it'll it'll come right um, at some stage in the year. They've got a big task ahead of them this weekend on Sunday afternoon. Westmead travel up to Knockbride to play in the round three game. Um, that throw-in is at 2 p.m. ...this Sunday afternoon in Knockbride. Westmead have two games played as well in the division. Of course, Cavan uh, lost their opening round game as well... Um, ...to Armagh in Milltown. But Westmead have a win on the They beat Leash last weekend... ...on a scoreline of seven goals um, and eight points... ...to Leash's 11 points... And they were beaten in round one by Tipperary, one thirteen to one eleven. So I suppose from Cavan's point of view, the concession of goals against Tipperary was the was the big deciding factor in the game, or that definitely cost Cavan an awful lot. They're going to have to make sure that they don't allow Westmeath through for goals, because they've shown in two games they've got eight goals um under attacking end of the field. So Kavan will have to be very, very wary of not allowing Westmead in for goals um on Sunday afternoon up in Knockbride. So wish the girls the very, very best of luck. We'll try to get some reaction after the game. Um unfortunately the PRO hasn't been appointed, I don't believe, for the Cavan LGFA. So we're trying to um trying to establish some connections there to, to get a little bit more on the ladies' football as the as the season progresses. So very best of luck to all involved there. Before we turn our attention to Horland, just in case you're tuning in and want to hear our preview for the Cavan versus Tipperary men's um Alliance National League Division 3 round two match which is taking place Sunday afternoon in Kingspan Brephany at two o'clock. Unfortunately it collides with the Cavan ladies game as well. But we've a full preview over on our diehard service that's over on patreon.com forward slash we are cavin where we hear from Cavan manager Mickey Graham and I'm joined by Mickey Brennan to dissect the game this Coming Sunday afternoon. We also have on our Patreon service a review of the Cavan versus Westmead game where again we hear from Mickey Graham and hear from wing halfback, the Arva man, uh, Kieron Brady. Um, he spoke to us after the game so if you want to hear any of that content head on over to patreon.com forward slash wearecavan and subscribe to the diehard service to get that content. We'll be bringing you the reaction to the Tipperary game on that service as well. But let's turn our attention now to Horland. And earlier on in the week, I caught up with the now reinstated Calvin uh, Horland manager, Ollie Bellew. So I'm delighted to be joined by the Cavan senior hurling manager Ollie Bellew, uh, back in for the second term at the head of the, the Cavan hurlers and to get their Alliance Hurling League, Division Three B underway this coming Saturday afternoon, where they travel to Longford, um, with a two p.m. throw-in. Ollie, I suppose back as I said back in Dodge, um, how are you enjoying your second <laughs> term?
1: I, I nearly feel like we weren't away. Um... It's uh, it's been great. It's been totally different this time though because we've um, I don't know if we've been chatting before about it, but we've uh, decided to go with uh, bringing the under twenties in along with us this time um, and creating a bit more of a, a longer term view of how things are going to go. You know, I suppose we can come in and work our socks off and and maybe hopefully get a quick fix and a couple of good results or do whatever we can do. Um, but that's you know, that's not helpful in the longer term. So, um, no, it's lovely to be back. We often wondered that we did the right thing, taking a break for that that last time. Um, But we're back now, and we're happy, and we're working hard, and we're remembering just how difficult it was, and the amount of travel and and effort that goes into it. But it's good, and having the 20s around is very refreshing, you know. I suppose, Ollie, that's something that we've been guilty
0: of neglecting in Cavan, in terms of Horland, that the idea of a succession plan, the idea of what's going to happen in five years time or or ten years time down the line but there has been a bit more of an emphasis on the Rage whether it be clubs in in Cavan trying to compete at on the Rage um, with other clubs in the region or the development squads and the the, the Celtic League as well they've all sort of brought the thing on a little bit further so those under 20s coming in, they, they are the players that are going to make up the senior team in a few years time
1: Yeah and you can actually see, um you can see how the work is tiered because, you know, with the guys in us who are over the under 20s this past while and they've done a lot of good work down through the years, obviously with that Celtic Challenge victory and different bits and pieces and they're very enthusiastic and it's good to have them. But the work that's going on with the clubs and those Ulster Development Leagues and the underage um, county teams, you can see the step up that has happened and Keith Green's been instrumental in that too. There's been, uh, you know, the group of 20s, 19s 18-year-olds that we're working with. are very good. Um, there's a good base there to develop. And then we've got a few 17s in and around the squad where they can't actually play for us yet. Um, we've got them in working with us as part of the longer-term project, and they're at stand. You know, we've, we've three 17-year-olds that train regularly. Um, under our watch, we would keep an eye on them, um, and we want them around because they are so talented. So all that work that the last 10 years that's been going on in the county, people for the clubs and the county team it's paying dividends you know it's our training's good because of it we have those extra bodies that are in you know and I suppose in the past with the, there is pressure with the cabin job because you want to you want to get the best out of them you're not going to make more passionate players anywhere in the country because traditionally the results don't go their way but yet they keep coming back and they keep playing on you know proud to play for the county and you know love love the game and they keep going and it was easy to go with the tried and tested old hands mm. in the past but now we're trying to do something a wee bit different and it's actually benefiting us greatly because those young boys are bringing some ice and energy tons of effort and tons of work rate and that's that's testing the senior lads so look I hope over the next few weeks we'll start to see a couple of 20s appearing now and again um, in the National League that would be that would be a real plus for everybody it's definitely something
0: that the last time you were involved two years ago and, 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 and the year before, there was no shortage of, of desire, of work rate, of honesty within the group. You could see that they were willing to, willing to die for that Calvin jersey. And it, 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 was, it was something that was inspirational in terms of that you always wanted your team to win because of that honesty, that effort. Um, do you see the same in, in the young guys coming through?
1: Do you know what? They're they're a wee bit probably, they're a wee bit maybe shy at the minute, they're a wee bit standoffish, but uh, we've played six challenge games now already um, in preparation for this, and every one of them, the 20s have all played their part, and with probably probably six of them named in the the actual National League panel, um, now they're starting to believe that this is real and this is serious, and that, you know, the the ship that Tom and I run isn't exclusive for the old hands with the know what to do and have always been around. They're really they're really saying that they are a part of it now and that if you try hard enough and you work hard enough you will get your chance. You know, there's there's 17 year olds that are that are consistently in with the senior panel working and, and although we do work with them separately to develop them and keep them involved, we want them to know what it's like to be a senior hurdler and to be part of the county setup. So um no, it's great. The, the energy and enthusiasm there, they're starting to, to realise they're very much a part of the panel and they have a real chance of being playing on match day and playing. And I would I'd first say that at least one will start this weekend and maybe we'll see another two or three before the end of the game, which would be lovely um, if it all plays out like that. So, yeah, yeah, good times.
0: How did the challenge games go? You said you, you had, had six challenge games. You obviously had the, um, the, the provincial pre-season competition playing for Man in that as well. So, overall... Was it was there much learning in those games?
1: Brilliant learning. Brilliant learning. Um, and there's, there's great enjoyment too. You can you can train all you want and, and it's it's key and it's crucial. We've a lot of physical work to do, um, fitness wise and gym wise. Um but we need to identify who, who our panel are. Like we're working with over fifty Calvin hurlers and, and we need to get that whittle down to thirty four for the national league. Um which we have done. So so they were valuable that way. Um we run the Tuesday and Thursday sessions and, and Tom gets to work on the tactics and developing our style of play. And then when the weekend comes along, we're using the games then to see how it's going and where we are and how much more work we need to do. So the games are invaluable. They've been they've been high quality games. We haven't taken any easy ones. We've given um every one a on go and we've been able to pick our panel from uh from those games. So yeah, good times. Tell me about Longford. This weekend,
0: um, they they would be a lot of people's favourites to maybe get out of the division.
1: Yeah, well, the the recent Lorry Maher winners, um, in the last few years they've won the league as well, been promoted. They've been up in that higher tier. They're playing in the current League at the minute. Um, you know they attract a lot of a lot of players from the Galway area through things like that. You know, good season turners. And it's going to be a massive, massive test for us, especially with it being our first one. Um, you know, I would love to say the performance is key, and you know, a good performance is everything. But I mean, the reality of it is, we want to win. We, we, we want to win, um, and we want to be in with a chance of winning. So, you know, if we're in, if we're in this game at all, you know, with ten minutes to go, you know, it's a good place to be. Um, it'll give us a sign that things are going the right way and we're doing the right things. But in reality, We're massive underdogs for it, but we're going there to give it, give it a real licensee, see see what we can get out of it. And listen, you know, you know better than anybody, the energy of this team and and the people and the environment that we try to create. And you said it before, like they'll give us absolutely everything. They'll give us a million percent on, on Saturday. And just hopefully any of the young ones that do get their opportunity, I hope they understand what it means to us all to be playing for the county and what Harlem means to us all. And hopefully they'll, They'll go out and give their best and not, not be shy and not stand offish, and not wait for the older boys and the more experienced boys to stay them through. You know, if we can get these guys full of energy and full of goal, it'll be a massive help towards where we want to be. So look, yeah, we're, we're under no illusions <laughs> what the bookies think of the game on Saturday, but we're going to give it a hell of a lash.
0: Who are the players that, that we need to look out for? I know there's a few new faces in around the group.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we've, we've added Dylan Mulligan to the team, um, from, from Croaks. Uh, he's our import player. And, uh, you know, like this guy's just, he's a bundle of energy in the middle. Um, he's absolutely, he's an incredible hurler. We're have a lot of injuries. We're probably six or seven starters down, um, who we'd love to see, um, at some point during the National League. But Dylan has come in there. Canis Mahers there since the last time. We we were we were there, he's in addition to us, although he played for the county last year, but he never worked with Tom and I. But you know, you've got your you've got your old hands that there doing their stuff, you know, Maddie's playing, bomber's just been outstanding in goals. Um, and Mark Moffat's just, you know, he's 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 hurling so hard and so well and nearly trying too hard. We're trying to keep him channeled and driving them on. We've, we've got so many good players out there and you know, it's it's exciting and, and it's particularly exciting because there's gonna be a, fr- a couple of fresh faces that we haven't seen before and we're just praying that they, they do what they've been doing in training, doing the challenge games. and, mm. and Hopefully, it'll all knit it'll all it together nicely. The
0: injury the injury list is, is something to be worried about, but the exciting part being that for the first time in, in, in quite a while, there's a lot of new faces, a lot of new young blood that we've seen at the at the club level in Cavan, starting to make their appearances, and and it, there's there's a there's a freshness about the group now this year that I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing as the year goes on. So very best to look on uh, Saturday afternoon. Ollie, in is at two p.m. I'm right in saying it's in um, Pierce Park in Longford. It is, yeah. So throw, throw in two o'clock, yeah. great great way to spend your Saturday afternoon to get over and, and watch that clash <laughs> between Longford and, and Cavan. Ollie, thanks for your time. Thanks, Damien. Take care. My thanks to Ollie for giving up his time uh, to talk to us here on the We Are Calvin podcast. Um, wish the Calvin Horlers the very best of luck. As Ollie stated, there it is a big, big task. Uh, Langford will be heavy, heavy favorites going into that game. But if there's one thing I have seen down through the years is that when Ollie's involved with the team and Tom, they'll um, they'll have them well prepared and they'll have them coming out to to play their very, very best. Uh, they'll give 100% so um, they've always been entertaining to watch so hopefully they can get a win under their belt in the opening round or just stay competitive for as long as possible as all was saying there and we'll hopefully have a reaction from that game on next week's podcast as well uh, so that's all folks we've time for on the McEvoy Super Value GA podcast uh, this week want to wish the very best of luck to the ladies footballers and the men's footballers who are out on sunday and of course the hoarders who are out on saturday afternoon thanks a million for listening
1: yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and larry has put it over the bar it was hard fast football after that you're in Kevin. nice was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for kevin to get come back into the big time and then mckay minutes over the lap and kevin are not buried yet have them doing all they could to hold their lead Good my God, a goal! Oh, yes. And over the bar, and Chell, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Calvin. Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hooray! Yeah, Yeah.